Welcome to another edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. The draft episode is presented by Starry. And Magic fans, you can grab yourself an ice-cold Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Starry hits different. Starry is the official soft drink of the Orlando Magic. And on this edition, who better to talk to than the two newest members of the Orlando Magic, Anthony Black out of Arkansas and also Jet Howard from Michigan. We catch up with them, a little background into their basketball journey, uh, a little bit about them uh, on a personal relationship, then their basketball career, two sport athletes, both of them, and then what they know about the Orlando Magic, their thoughts on coming to City Beautiful, and what they bring to this Magic team this year in what we know will be a very exciting 35th season of Orlando Magic basketball. Lots to get to as we catch up with Anthony Black, and Jet Howard on this edition of Magic Pod Squad. This is Fonz Wagner of the Orlando Magic. This is Cole Anthony. This is Jalen Suggs. This is Paolo Bancaro of the Orlando Magic. And you're listening to the Pod Squad. And welcome, everyone, to another draft episode of Magic Pod Squad presented by Starry. Magic fans, you can get yourself an ice-cold Starry lemon-lime soda. Starry hits different. Starry is the official soft drink of the Orlando Magic. And with that... Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman, Jeff Turner, pleased to be joined by the two newest members of the Orlando Magic, and that is Anthony Black out of Arkansas and Jet Howard out of Michigan. Fellas, congratulations and welcome to Orlando. How are you? Good, good. Doing good. All right. Well, we're excited to talk to you. I, I've been here uh, this uh, 25 seasons here in Orlando, I'm part of the broadcast team. Jeff Turner played for the Orlando Magic, part of the original team. He's our television analyst and Jake Chapman. Uh, our radio broadcaster, but guys, I know you, I know you've talked about it enough already, but would love to hear for, for our fans, uh, your thoughts, you know, the last 12 to 18 hours, how, how has this been for you guys? It's been quick. Everything's been going by super fast. It's been surreal. Uh, this is the moment you've been waiting for forever. So it's a surreal moment. I feel like it was, it went by quick, but at the same time, I feel like it was a whole lot of stuff. So it's kind of cool to be on the, on the way down from that, but <laughs> Definitely, like, a uh, crazy feeling, a uh, special night, and I think everybody who was there would be a night they remember forever. Well, it was fun to watch. And, Anthony, you know, Anthony, you went first, the sixth overall pick, and just kind of kind of take – what did you know about Orlando? What were your what were your thoughts when you, you kind of heard your name called? Uh, I mean, I knew it's a young team with a good culture and uh, good coaches and just really a connected group. So uh, I feel like that was something that I stand for and, uh, you know, just during the, the time, you know, while we was waiting for the pick, I'm I'm just hoping, like, maybe this is somewhere I can go because, uh, you know, I feel like I fit there. But, you know, it's just a super talented young team, and I'm just about to be. That's great. How about you, Jet? I know then you go five picks later, number 11. I know your dad played here for a year, 19 seasons in the NBA. He, he knows about Orlando. Uh, what did you know uh, about Orlando? I just knew this was the first city I lived in. <laughs> We have a lot of Michigan people here, obviously. So just from a capability standpoint, I just feel like this is a great situation for me. Coach is awesome. The front office is awesome. I got along well with everybody in the organization. So it's a dream. Guys, I wanted to ask you guys about last night and um, really just being in the Barclay Center and all of the emotion that goes into it, you know, to a man from Victor Wimbanyama down through the draft, every time your name is called, you guys are all there. 
You've been playing, you've been planning for this, dreaming about this. You're there because you're going to get drafted. But when your name is called, the emotion that we see uh, on your face, sometimes guys are brought to tears. Um, talk about that. I mean, just, just that feeling that you get when you hear the commissioner, Adam Silver, call your name. Uh, I mean, it's like, it's a feeling I haven't really felt before. Uh, just knowing how much hard work everybody who's there put in to get there. And uh, I mean, just knowing every sacrifice we had to make all that, you know, it's just a crazy feeling. And, uh, it's even better when you're sitting there with your family and friends and you just get to have that experience. Like it's, it's the greatest feeling. I would say, honestly, it's, it's just like the relief. Um, you know, you worked all your life for this. Um, so much work, even the past months, I, I know AB can say the same, like you put in a ton of work, um, ton of grinding every day just for this one moment and it's finally being rewarded so it's just awesome guys is it, is it was it a relief because the process can be kind of exhausting and you guys both coming off you know freshman seasons high level programs a lot going on in the last few months it's basically a prolonged job interview is it kind of is it kind of a relief to know where you're going and now you can just sort of buckle down and get to work i'll say yeah it is. Um, you know, a lot of times it gets um, away from basketball. You kind of just want to get back to that. So now that you know where you're going, you kind of just settle down and get to work. So, uh, Yeah, it's definitely a uh, relief, I feel like. You know, the whole time people ask me during the process, like, how is it? You know, that's really what I'll tell them is I'm just ready to get to my spot and just just get, just get settle down and just get in the gym. Like, uh, all the movement, it was a lot, but yeah, I mean, uh, so relief getting picked. It's no more stress on where you're going to get picked or who you're going to play with. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was definitely a relief. Anthony, take us back to Duncanville, Texas. I want to know what kind of town this is. I want to know what kind of what, what, what kind of guy are you? What kind of upbringing did you have? I know it's obviously near and dear to you. You want to stay championship there. Just take us uh, – tell us about your hometown. Yeah, I mean, Duncanville, this is a, it's a town in Dallas, Texas. Uh that's where I live at. My mom now and my brother live there. Uh, it's a great town. It's, it's really sports traditional there. Like, uh, we produce a lot of athletes, uh, a lot of NBA players, NFL players, uh, soon to come, and great college players. So, uh, just even AAU tournaments, like all the big tournaments in Texas are all in Duncanville. So, it's just like a really, like, traditional city, like, I don't even know if that's where, but uh, <laughs> it is now. It is now. Yeah. Uh, I like full of tradition and, and full of sports. So growing up, uh, always being in Duncanville, like that's just really what it was, to be honest. It's a lot of sports. Well, I know we're all impressed about your football resume as well. It sounds like you had the opportunity, right? I know Jet, you saw that too. He had the opportunity to play college football at big schools, Texas, Baylor. Uh, well, just take us through that decision and. Arkansas, you could have played both there at Arkansas. Just take us through that decision, and, and how, how good were you at football? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> really, the football coach really told us, like, kind of put in a word for me, kind of, in a way. But uh, Okay, okay. Yeah, basically, my freshman year, I was about to quit football. Like, I was walking and tearing my pads, and, and uh, coach, there's college coaches, like, in spring football in Texas, like, college coaches come. Uh, it's not, like, super hard on the body. It's just, like, more seven-on-seven, seven, but you're wearing pads, stuff like that. So uh, they walked past me, and they're like, where are you going? And I was just telling them, like, yeah, I'm about to turn it in. 
Like, I'm on the freshman team. Like, I'm just like a regular football player. Like, I'm obviously – I wasn't good if I was on the freshman team. But uh, they ended up convincing me to stay and play and see, like, if I could be good. So, uh, by the end of my sophomore year, I got my first offer from Kansas. And at the time, I didn't have any basketball offers. So, uh, I was really just playing football until I was – like, I wanted to play basketball the whole time, but I didn't have any offers. So, I couldn't really quit football until – I knew that I was going to be able to play basketball at the next level. So, uh, I Interesting. Like yeah, like football, but it was kind of just like a, a placeholder so I could get my, my basketball going. Did you guys have placeholders, Jake and Jeff? Did you, were you guys have multi? <laughs> I didn't have any of those <laughs> options. Two sport options. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Anthony, I bet your uh, I bet the high school football coach was not a fan of yours after you stopped playing football, <laughs> though, right? In Texas, that that's that's a religion, I imagine. <laughs> that's right. It was crazy, though. Uh, he actually understood, though. I, I feel like a lot of coaches in Texas would have would have fried me, but he was pretty cool about it. Uh, he knew I was trying to trying to get here, so he was all for that. He's a good coach. Now, Jet, you have obviously basketball is in the bloodline, right? Obviously, your dad, 19 NBA seasons and part of the Fab Four. You got three older brothers played basketball, right? D1. I mean, you're basketball lineage. Did you play any other sports? Did you even entertain any other sports or was it all basketball or nothing? I played football until like sophomore year of high school. Okay. Football state is like Texas. Texas is more like basketball and football. Florida is straight football. So, <laughs> yes, it is. I just feel like, yeah, I played, I played football for a long time. And I had to put that to the side because, yeah, bigger things to handle. Do you guys feel like that, That but since you both played football, multiple sports, everything, guys, a lot of, you know, a lot of players specialize uh, at early ages. Do you think, you know, playing that additional sport, a sport like football that, you know, in a lot of space, everything gets helped you um, basketball-wise, I mean, defensively? I coached. Some high school basketball, I loved having football players on my team just because, you know, they, they just had a, a great sense of uh, defensively of reading passing lanes and everything. I, I would say definitely. I feel like it definitely helps out. And uh, I think it also builds like, like traits, like toughness, uh, obviously physicality. Like, I think all of those are important. So uh, I didn't really know Jet played football, but it definitely makes sense now that I see, like, his energy and just the way he plays, I definitely see it. Appreciate sure it. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, Jalen Suggs, Jalen Suggs, by the way, was a, right. a, a pretty successful quarterback in the state of Minnesota. So I, I, the seven-on-seven seven Orlando Magic squad might be something to contend with <laughs> across the league. Jet, I wanted to ask you about the word sponge. Your dad used the word sponge to describe you last night a couple of times. I heard you say that today. When you come from the pedigree that you come from, all, all the way on up, and then at University of Michigan, obviously, the coaching you've experienced, to have that mentality that you still need to learn and you still are going to be all open ears, um, I think that's pretty impressive from a young man. Where does that come from? And just uh, my mom, uh, just from a humility standpoint. I feel like, you know, never learned everything. You didn't learn nothing, really. Um, you, never, you didn't have the experiences that these people have had at this level, so... Just being humble and wanting to learn. I feel like all the great players just want to learn, um, want to get better. So just coming with that mentality. What were the games like with three older brothers? You got two cousins that are in the NBA. Your dad played. I mean, those, the right, those games growing up. <laughs> How physical were those? 
See, I was the youngest brother, so like if I lost the game, it was just an immediate fight or scrapper. <laughs> as soon as whoever lost for fight, like it was like a no household. So I just felt like you know it, it motivated me to just like just become a great um, competitor, one on one player, honestly. Um, and I think yeah. that's where I got it from. And always just being like that little brother trying to prove himself all the time, kind of helped. Take us through your recruiting process, Jed. You wanted to have a, a legitimate recruiting process. You, you probably, at the end of the day, he laughed. Anthony, you know, Anthony, was it ever going to be anything but Michigan for him? I mean, come on, if we're being honest, right? But, <laughs> but you wanted to have, so you got to visit some other schools. You got to go on some official visits, but you end up and take us through your decision to go to Michigan and, and your dad, what your dad means to you and what it was like playing for him. Honestly, it was just him showing me like how I'm gonna fit inside the offense and um, showing me how I'm gonna be imp implemented early. Uh, having the trust, like trust is everything, and I feel like obviously him being my dad, he had that in my skill set. So um, it's comfortable. It's a seamless transition. Um, I am to be prepared for that. So. But he had to pitch you, Jed. You 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 made him go through the, the classic <laughs> recruiting yeah, pitch. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, I went to. Uh, Tennessee, I was about to commit to Tennessee. Um, and that's when he started to get a little bit more serious. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. Got to have options, right? Always there you have go. Options. Don't let your dad take you for granted. That's that's the way to go. <laughs> yeah, man. That's right. <laughs> in, like, you know how like, schools come and like, fly and check on you? Yeah. He didn't even come and check on me, bro. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even check on me. I'm your son. Like, you should want to come. Yeah. <laughs> But but that year under your belt with him, how was that? What what did you learn from him? And how, I I got to think that's something you're never going to forget. Uh, for sure, I'll forever be my memory. Um, this is a good time. Like even though we weren't as successful as we wanted to be, just being around my dad and my brother every day was just amazing. And our our team was just so connected um, off the court as well as on the court. So I feel like it was just a great time overall. And, you know, Guys, real quick for both of you, what's the feeling like when you see your teammates get drafted? I saw, Jed, I saw you and Kobe got drafted last night. And then, I mean, we're talking Nick, we're talking Jordan Walsh, and then Ricky Council gets a two-way deal. Anthony, you guys are both partly responsible for those guys being drafted. I mean, it, it's kind of the nature of the of the team aspect. What did it feel like to hear your your, your guys' names announced last night? Uh, I mean, it, it was special. You know, uh, Nick is my roommate, so I'm, I'm super close with Nick. Joins from Dallas, so I'm obviously pretty close to him, too. And then, you know, I got close to Ricky over the years. So uh, just knowing what we went through, like, personally, our team experience was a little crazy. So just knowing that we got through that and we went to the Jack, we all got picked up, it was, it was pretty cool to see. Honestly, it was just like me and Kobe, we went on our foreign tour. We just spent every day together. He was my roommate on the foreign tour. We just grew a relationship. We didn't necessarily see ourselves um, coming out of the program so quickly. Um, you know, I'm sorry, so it's been a little longer. Um, but as the season progressed, we're like, yeah, we can do this. And so it worked out well for us. And just seeing us in the room talking to each other about this moment right here that we're in is amazing. That's awesome. Anthony, I got to think we're all thankful your coach, Eric Musselman, who was there last night, kept his shirt on after you got drafted. We're all happy about that. But, you know, we, but we know, we know Mus. Yeah. 
Did that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> in the Explain NCAA it. tournament, Eric Musselman. Yeah, he got excited during the NCAA tournament. He does that. We he was an assistant here in Orlando for years. He, you know, Je- Jeff played for him. He's an NBA coach. We know the fire that uh, Eric Musselman has. How was it playing for Mus? What, what did you learn from him? Uh, the main thing he taught me was really leadership, like how to be more vocal and, and comfortable, like talking and leading uh, just older people. Like it was my first time coming to the center. I'm the youngest one, and uh, I'm still expected to be one of the better players. So he was just trying to tell me kind of like how to handle that and uh, how to go about it since he's been around the league and in college for as long as he has. Uh, but just playing for him is super fun. You know, he's going to go to war for you. Uh, he'll go in the media and just take everything for you. Like, yep. you have a lot of energy. And, uh, at the end of the day, he'll push you too. So it's like he's not going to let you lack. Like, he'll make you better. And then uh, he'll also champion your success, which is, which is cool out of the coach. Do you guys feel like, you know, ha- having played for coaches who had, you know, experience on NBA benches, you think that that benefits you playing for those guys? 100%. I'll just say, like, from the style of play that we played, we, we ran a lot of pro sets, and um, that helped me uh, understand, like, just looking at a regular NBA basketball game, like, oh, whoa, wow, we just ran that today in practice. So it, it definitely puts you in a mindset, like, you've been in one of these situations before, but you still don't know. Um, you haven't played yet, but definitely it's, like, a better comfort level. i say same thing, really. Uh biggest thing our coach was teaching us was at the start was really like our spacing like getting to the deep corners uh one of the dunker so like and then like jazz said uh just watching games and seeing kind of sets we run and actions we run uh just kind of has you a little prepared and maybe like gives you a step up over somebody who, who just played for a coach who, who wasn't really teaching it the right way that's awesome you heard jeff weltman say today he wanted iq versatility and size in the draft, and you were the two guys that that they wanted with, with with those key you know characteristics. What just both of you guys? What do you bring? I mean, you got a town in Orlando that is excited about this team and is excited about the addition of you two. What would you tell fans about your game and, and what you add to this team? I would just say I just bring a lead shot maker. Um, I feel like I can create for my my teammates as well. I create for myself. I bring more bring energy and effort. That's what I can control for the most part. So I say the same thing on like the energy effort on both ends. Uh, I feel like we're both two versatile, tall guard wing defenders. So uh, I feel like we can do that on defense. And then on offense, I feel like uh, I can make my teammates' uh, jobs a lot easier, you know, finding my teammates open. And uh, I also think playing with just dudes who can, who can create and make shots and just do a little bit of everything will be good too. Cause it's going to take some of the pressure off everybody, like individually. Did you guys have pre-existing relationships with any of the guys that are here right now? Did you, are you buddies with anybody on roster? Michigan squad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I would uh, – yeah, I've got a really good relationship with Paolo. Um, big relationship with France, Caleb Houston, a lot of those guys. Obviously, the Michigan ties. Is, how exciting is it? Because obviously, if you get drafted to, you know, maybe a little bit later in the first round, you might be going to a team that made a, a, a deep playoff run last year. We're not quite there yet, but it's a young core. I know we mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast. How exciting is it to kind of get in on the ground level with some young talent like this? I mean, it's awesome. Uh, you know, young dudes, you know, tend to 
the camaraderie, camaraderie a little better, in my opinion. So I would say it's definitely better um, for me and for me, I would say. So. Having a young team is good because, you know, the development will be there. Uh, I think everybody on our team still has a lot of space to get better. So, uh, you know, the best is probably yet to come and, you know, we'll all probably make each other better and win some games and have some fun. What do you guys know about Paulo? You guys, Jet, you said you know him. You have a relationship with Paulo. I know you watched him last year, Rookie of the Year. But what what could, what do you guys know and how excited are you to play with that guy? He's a dog. Yeah. Well, how so, Jet? How so, Jet? What impresses you about him? Um, just his size and his position to be able to be six ten and handle the ball like he does really sticks out. Um, just seeing him at USA when I was younger, that's when we met, and him just being so big and strong and body already developed um, stood out as well. His athleticism, his IQ, he's starting to pick up stuff. Um, reading the game better um, as the season progressed last season. So That's great. All right, Anthony, Magic fans got to, they want to know about the hair. When did this start, right? Is this the trademark? Like, take us take us through the whole process, what you got to do to get it ready for a game. Take us through the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was rocking the buzz cut to, like, seventh grade. A lot of- <laughs> <laughs> wow, nice. Yeah, it was pretty bad, actually. But, uh, yeah, I, mean, I started growing my hair out. Eighth grade, ninth grade, and uh, I would still cut it like to where it would be short. Like it looked nothing like this. Uh, it, it was more like like a, a mohawk, like probably like this wide. And it was just, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. But, <laughs> but over time, I just let it grow out. And uh, yeah, I mean, I would say it's my trademark for sure. Uh, the blonde patches came like my my senior year in high school. Uh, I was getting bored of just straight black hair, long hair. So I was, it was, I was either going to cut it or or dye it. So I, I think I just, I didn't want to cut it, so I dyed it. And I was just, get ready for a game? I don't know. It depends. Like, I usually, like, I like to wash it in the morning if I'm going to wash it before a game. If not, it's going to be wet. It's going to be dead. If you look like 6'10", when it's your Yeah. That's right. does add some height to him, doesn't it? How about the numbers, guys? How did you – how did you guys choose your numbers? And I, I we see you're going to be, uh, you know, for those that don't can't see it and are listening, it's going to be zero for Anthony Black and thirteen for Jed Howard. Uh, I, growing up when I was young, I like watching Gilbert Arenas, and uh, yeah, I just I had a change of heart. My number twenty four, which I was wearing like my whole life basically, and uh, yeah, I just like the way it looked. I like Gilbert Arenas as a player when I was young, so I might as well try to get it on on that number zero. Very cool. I like James Harden and Paul George, so I just. <laughs> Guys, that was going to be one of my questions. I know it's a pretty standard uh, first day after the draft question. Guys that you modeled your game after uh, as you were coming up, is did you just give me the answer to that or is some other guys you want to throw in there? I don't really model my game after Gilbert like that. Uh, I, I mean, model after, I wouldn't say that, but I watched a lot of like Josh Giddy when he was – I was still in high school. He was first coming in the league. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, and then obviously KB and from Dallas. Like those are like probably the three dudes I watched the most. And uh, you know they're just big guards, so uh, it's definitely what I, I was watching uh, last couple of years. Well, last thing, guys, and I know Magic fans are excited to see you play. Two things that stood out from what you said are, is you know you, you both of you with the ability to make 
other players better on your team. And a, a word that we love hearing around here is elite shot making. <laughs> so I wanted you mentioned that, Jeff. So both <laughs> of you, right? Right. So that's uh, I think that's a two great additions. How excited are you to be a part of this thing? And what can Magic fans expect from you guys? Man, I'm excited, man. I'm just I just feel like this is uh, a good fit for me, just in general. And I just feel like my uh, my talent can be used, and they can expect a dog. Like that, uh, but definitely excited to play with uh, you know some more young dudes, a lot of talented players, shot makers, uh, playmakers, all type of things, and some some good big. So definitely be fun to play with this group. Uh, I mean, y'all could probably just expect energy out of me on both ends. Uh, you know, winning plays, just doing stuff that wins games. So you know, that's what we're trying to do. So that's what you can probably expect. Thanks. Awesome. Awesome. I know one guy. I know one guy is glad to hear all that, and that's the head coach Jamal Mosley. What what are <laughs> right. what are you got? What's your first impression of Coach Mosley? Uh, it's a great dude. Uh, it's a pretty down to earth dude. Um, just trying to we. This is a relationship, so we're just trying to figure out uh, how we can help each other. Uh, that's what it's like for. Obviously, over time, we build trust. Yes, that's what he really hit on that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you guys are going to like him. He is—he's uh, all about you guys. So I think you're going to—you're going to really enjoy playing for him. We're—we're we're big fans on the broadcast yes, we are. of Coach Mosley. Yes, we are. Yeah. And you guys will be—you guys will be in summer league, right? You'll be playing in Vegas. Awesome, guys. This was great. We can't thank you enough for the time. I know the last 24 hours, the last three <laughs> months have been a whirlwind for you. So we really. Really appreciate the time, and we can't wait to meet you in person and get started here, guys. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, right, guys. And again, this is the draft episode of Magic Pod Squad presented by Starry. Magic fans, grab yourself an ice-cold Starry lemon-lime soda. Starry hits different. Starry is the official soft drink of the Orlando Magic. And with any mention of Starry, that brings George Galante back in here with us. Welcome. Welcome, Georgie. Are you sipping on your... Are you sipping on your story, my friend? I don't have my, I forgot my two liter. I, I I was down to like the last little, you know, the little nubs on the end. I just got a little bit left <laughs> in there and I, I didn't bring it with me, but you gotta, you gotta learn how to show the logo when you were doing this product yeah. placement, man. You're just, I blew you that. gotta, you gotta know how to, you gotta know how to position it to the camera. Yeah, did you text that. that just to just to me, or did you text that to Dante to tell him to put the logo? I, I texted it to all of you guys. I think make yeah. sure you show the logo. Yeah, I could put my little can, the old Bob Conrad, <laughs> and knock this off is, my shoulder. Is that even smaller than the one? The other? <laughs> oh my god! Did you find a smaller can? <laughs> a that's the that's the three point seven ounce can of Starry. <laughs> the, the new three point seven ounce can. JT just carries that around Winter Park just to make make him look even taller than he is. It fits. It fits in my pocket. I just carry it around. You know. Have your yeah, hands gotten great. bigger since Monday? This is unbelievable. I think that's chapstick, Jeff. Starry. Well, chapstick. guys, George. I mean, it's obviously you can't tell a lot from you can and you can't when you tell tell a lot, right? You, you certainly, guys yes. can make bad first impressions, but a great first impression there from Anthony Black and from Jet Howard, two guys that obviously we didn't know. An hour ago, it's great to meet them and sit down. They they seem like they're about the right things. Uh, they seem like they play the right way. And I got to think from your interactions with Jeff Weltman and John Hammond and the whole front office, they got to be pretty happy about the addition of those two guys. Yeah, I mean they're two high quality 
kids and and you can you can tell right away even you know we we've been through this a lot right Dante and Jeff and Jake like we this isn't our first time having a guy in the day after the draft and you're blurry eyed and and you, you yeah, don't know, right. you don't know what day it is and you're you're up for you literally the only sleep you have is the sleep you're getting on the plane just because you're <laughs> you're just completely <laughs> right. crashing right. um and then you get and you get to get to Orlando and you're you know you meet 72 people that you're never going to remember their name again tomorrow right. <laughs> and you got to go through it all over. but i this one just feels a little different and i don't know if it's just because we you know we have some connections with these guys when they were younger whether it was you know like we we were all yep. well not you jay because you're you're younger than all of us but like i i was here when when juan was here as a player right um and i was here when uh, eric musselman was on our coaching staff so it was very easy for, for all of our staff anyway, or the PR staff to have an immediate, you know, something we can gravitate toward and we can connect with and be like, Oh, you know, I knew Musk back in, you know, Oh, Oh two. And when he was here as an assistant, I, I remember Juwan when he was here in, in Oh four. And, and, and you can talk about that. And they're, they're, they're both, they're almost cut of the same mold. Like they're, they're, they're really, they're, they're competitive kids and they are very eager to get going. I think if they could have practice today, well, maybe not today, today might be a challenge. <laughs> maybe tomorrow. Uh, I think if they could practice tomorrow, they would practice tomorrow. Uh, these guys are really, really looking forward to, uh, to, to wearing the magic Jersey for sure. They're, they're very excited. Listen, Jeff, we're going to tee Jake up for Anthony black here in a second, because uh, we've t- Jake has talked about Anthony Black for a while. He has he has followed him, watched a lot of Arkansas games. He's a huge fan. But Jeff, Jet said elite shooting. Yeah. Okay. Right. For, <laughs> if we want, we have won, now. He's got to play. I, and I, and I can tell everybody smiled. Right. Everybody yes. smiled. You know. He just yes. kind of threw it out there. <laughs> just threw it out there nonchalant. We have yeah. not had elite shooting. We have good shooters, and we've had elite shooting for games and for stretches, but. You know, and again, he's got to play and it's all got to come together. But if he can provide that aspect, wow, what a pickup. What a pickup for this team at 11. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's great. I, you know, and the, the thing that Jeff Weltman, you know, highlighted is, is not just a shooter, right? Like Correct, he's got right, the ability right. to put it on the floor and create. If you watch some highlights of Jet, you can see his ability to, um, to score. He can use a little, you know, run some pick and roll actions. Um, but that's the big thing, right? That was a need um, that this team needed to address, Jeff and John. And um, we had to have better shooting. And certainly I think Jed gives that gives that to you. All right, Jake, floor is yours, man. You are an Anthony Black super fan. I love it. <laughs> Fill in Magic yeah. fans. Getting here. I didn't realize I didn't realize Jake was president of the fan club. I, I yes. had no idea. I didn't. Why did I, I know this till now? I have a tweet that nobody replied to from the middle of January <laughs> talking about talking about how much I love watching <laughs> Anthony Black. Um, part of the reason is Moss. Like, I just love Arkansas. I like the way they play and I watch them. I don't know. I just watch a lot of college basketball this year. I like that team specifically because of Nick and Anthony. They were I mean, you know, heading into the into the college basketball season. Those guys were. Um, very highly rated prospects. And then Jordan Walsh goes in the second round last night. Ricky Council, who was the upperclassman on that team, was signed to a two-way deal in uh, Delaware, Philadelphia. Anthony Black was in a situation, it seemed to me, where there was a lot of mouths that needed fed, and he was able to keep everybody happy. And that team got better as the season went, kind of in concert with, with as Anthony improved. He was the connective tissue. We've heard that referred to. Um, 
um, by Jeff Weltman uh, of that group. And he's just a guy. I mean, if you just look at the physicals, you know, a six, seven guy with the wingspan he has yeah. 200 plus pounds, the physicality uh, that comes from not just a football player in high school, but a very highly rated four star wide receiver prospect. Um, I just think he's, you know, it, 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 you never quite know because these guys are so young, but he is the basketball IQ just sort of shown through anytime you watched him. So I think he's one of those guys that is not going to be in too deep at any point during his career. He's going to be able to contribute right away. And then I think he's going to be able to build upon um, that basketball IQ. I'm a sucker for a guy who knows how to make the pass one pass yeah. ahead, you know, who sees plays uh, as they develop. And anybody who says the guy I modeled my game after is Josh Giddy. Is right. definitely okay in my book. Right. I love that. That means he's What'd a basketball nerd, and What'd I absolutely love it. Okay. I thought it was it. I thought it was interesting. Like he, he, the guys he pointed to, it's Cade Cunningham, Josh Giddy, you know the, yeah. um, you know Tyrese Halliburton, big right. guards, right? That, <laughs> Gilbert that the basketball. And then yeah. he mentioned Gilbert. <laughs> well, that was just for the number. Just that's, for the number. That's, that's, that's I thought the number point. was that's cool. A good point. That's a good point. But he was a heck of a player. He was a heck of yes. a player. But you're right. But that's a, those are good guys, aren't they, Jeff, to model your game after? Well, but it, what's so funny is, you know, we model your game after. They're, those are guys that have just come into the Two league. years in the league. <laughs> <They're> two years <laughs> in the league. That's a you good gotta, point. You, you got to give me somebody that somebody like when they were eleven or twelve that they've been right, watching. Right, right. Not, not well, okay, well, two Jeff years ago, and Paul George. Yeah, but two yeah, years ago, 12, Anthony four Black years was ago. in high school. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's, very that's what true. he said. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, that's what goes on with these guys now. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. And George, the plan is they'll go to Vegas. They'll play in summer league. We'll start putting the roster together. The schedule came out. Um, so we, we kind of know the dates and and it'll start here in a couple of weeks. And then the madness that is NBA summer league will ensue where those two guys will get their first, first taste of the NBA out there. It looks like the game. Well, it doesn't look like the games are going to be on, uh, July 8th, 10th, the 12th and the 13th. Those are the four magic games that we know. Then they'll have a fifth game depending on, uh, where they fall during the, uh, during the, the standings or the, the summer league. So it'll be, yeah. And those two guys will play now. Now how much they'll play. I, I don't know. That's always, you know, you never know going, you know, going into the summer league, how long those guys are going to play. We obviously know that Paolo, you know, played a couple of games last year and then you know, pulled the plug. And then that's how usually a lot of it goes sometimes mm-hmm. with these, uh, with these lottery picks, True. but you, you, you don't know. We will have to see as, as the summer league progresses and how everything goes, um, how much we need to see out of them. And maybe it's, it's summer league is always very interesting because you get a nice, you know, nice mix of guys, you know, are going to be in the NBA guys that are starving yeah. to be in the NBA uh, right. guys that will net guys that will never be in the NBA. <laughs> so it's, a, it's right. an interesting mix uh, at summer league. Yeah. It's, you know, Dante summer leagues, our favorite time of year, right? That's favorite right. time That's of favorite. year. Oh yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot more of the, the latter guys that you mentioned uh, that the guys that'll never, the guys that'll never yes. play in the NBA. <laughs> they yeah, tend to my, tend to flood summer league rosters, but it'll be fun. Credit, credit the NBA. They've done a great job with how they've made this year round. I mean, that, there's nothing like the draft, you know, for, for basketball fans. And then you're going to go into free agency that, that trumps every sport, this free agency period yeah. uh, that's coming up here. That'll be a lot of fun guys. The last thing I want to throw to you magic fans for the most part are very excited about these two additions, understanding all the things Jake said about Anthony black. And then you get the shooting with uh, you know, with Jet Howard, the only, the only negative that you might hear from magic fans is did you take either of them or, you know, too early? 
right? Could, could you have gotten someone else or gone a different direction? And to that, guys, I will say, if it's the guy you think you want and the guy that's going to change your roster, who cares about mock drafts? Who cares about numbers? Get the guy you think is the best guy for your team. And I applaud the heck out of that. I think that as, as, as fans and as people that cover the team, to me, that's all you can ask for. These guys are in a position to determine the best players to add to your roster, and they felt with where they picked it was Anthony Black and Jet Howard. Take the guy you think is the best, regardless of the friggin' draft and where you think you're supposed to pick. Thank Listen, you. we we've been saying it for years, right? Like th- these yes. guys have done their work for ten months out of the year, eleven months out of the year, leading up into the draft, and it should not matter what Chad Ford, Jonathan Gaboni, <laughs> right. like it should right. not matter what those guys have on their boards. You Each team has their own board in the room and you need to trust your staff that you've done the work and you've done the work the right way and you believe in the work. And if your board says that, you know, that I I, I don't even know the kid's name, that Wimbanyana's teammate there in France. If your board says he's yeah. the seventh pick in the draft. Cool. That's right. That's another one. Then he's yeah. the seventh pick in the draft. Uh, it, it, it just... It should That's not right. matter what the ESPN.com draft mock draft says or what Jay Billis says, or, you know, those guys are all talented in their own right. But you, you, you pay your staff a lot of money to go out and, and, and scour every corner of the globe for the best basketball players that are going to be available in this draft. And you need to believe in your board. And if your board says Anthony black is there is your That's number right. one left at six, and that's the guy you go get. And if your board has Jet Howard as the top of your board at 11, then that's who you go get. And so I, I think what, no matter what we did, we, we're, we're, in, we're in just as good a spot as before, after the draft as we were before. And, and, yeah. and real quick, I always hear people say trade back. You, you could have gotten him at 14 or you could have gotten him at eight for what? Two second round picks from 2035 <laughs> that we're Correct. probably not going to use anyways. Correct. And then you run the risk of maybe somebody was lying to you, shocker. Yes, and then they went up exactly. and snatched them. No, 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 right. no, 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 no. For a few second round picks, get your guys. I agree hundred percent. Jeff, do you try to get the A from Chad Ford on the on the grade, or do you try to get the guy that can make your team better? Because you're on the line, right? The front office is on the line to build the absolutely, roster. Yeah, absolutely. I, what George said is, is absolutely right. You 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 put this staff together. You trust the work that you put in, the preparation. You know who your guys are, and I think you go with it. You're not worried about a grade on a. Uh, they're not in your room. They're not with your team right. uh, day in and day out. Um, you know what those, you know what the guys are and you know what the grades will be. So um, that's way more important. And, you know, very proud of Jeff and John for doing exactly that. Yes, exactly uh, right. Draft. Absolutely. Listen, your grade, your grade will be in the paper every day when the standings come out. That's your grade. <laughs> exactly. Like that'll be your grade. Exactly. Paper. Yeah. The number. Okay. For, well, all right. For I'm W's. Old, for W's. It'll be on the internet the next day. The inter- <laughs> and actually, not even that. It'll be updated that night. The, yes, your, on your phone. It'll be updated that night <laughs> on the computer. <laughs> Jake, as a Cleveland guy, did they sell wigs, Anderson, Verajao wigs for the Cavs games? And are we missing it's, an opportunity it, 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 yes, if we yes, don't they did. sell and those hair, those wigs? I, one of the Black. things I thought this morning when I woke up was I'm going to scan Amazon to see if there are Anthony Black wigs anywhere or if we can... <laughs> 
if we yes. can start um, concocting those. George, I mean, the marketing I, department's got to be right next door. They be I, on it, right? would, I would hope that somebody, well, you know what? And if they weren't, uh, hopefully they're listening to the pod squad here. And uh, that's right. And those are on order for, let's say, opening night. I mean, they, let, let's get Beautiful. them. Let's get them in the team shop now. What's the problem? Let's, let's get those. Email, we'll send a copy of this to Nick Long and the marketing department, and then we'll get them right in the shop. Let's go. You know what's funny is what sponsored by Star. When Dante asked about the hair, and uh, Anthony said, "Yeah, well, I had a buzz cut up until the seventh grade." I thought, "Oh, that was a long time ago. It was five years ago." <laughs> five years ago. Guys. <laughs> five yeah. years ago. Oh. he said he's been growing his hair out since eighth grade and i was like oh man it's, oh wait that no that checks out yeah, yeah that's not yeah, that checks out. that's yeah. only that's only a few years ago well, magic fans we encourage you to go to the team store you can do that orlandomagicshop.com and get your tickets it's going to be a lot of fun i think we're going to see an awful lot of these two youngsters and of course paulo franz the rest of this roster orlandomagic.com slash season tickets orlandomagic.com slash season tickets this is the final draft episode of magic pod squad presented by starry one last chance guys magic fans grab yourself an ice cold starry lemon lime soda starry hits different the official soft drink of the orlando magic guys this was fun <laughs> that can is now 2.5 ounces it's even smaller <laughs> Now, George, maybe we'll do knock this George, off maybe, my shoulder. <laughs> George, maybe we'll do something from Vegas. Maybe we'll connect with you from Vegas. We'll try to okay. Drop we can do that. Podcast yeah. in a couple of weeks. Out by the pool or the blackjack table. I like it either. Either one, because that's where you'll be spending most of your time. With either one of those, so that's fine. Okay, <laughs> all right. that's all right, guys. Good. All right, appreciate it. Great job. Welcome, uh, welcome aboard to Anthony Black and Jet Howard. And again, thanks everyone for watching. We'll see you soon.